Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Homeless activists who were occupying a vacant building in Dublin city centre have been evicted by Gardaí this morning. Uh, up to 50 people had been sleeping at Parkgate House, a vacant building near Houston Station in Dublin, for about a month after it was occupied by a group calling itself the Revolutionary Housing League. Now, the group has uh, said it aims to build up branches all over Ireland for a national campaign focused on derelict buildings. Now, organisers have said that the group has had massive support from various charities who've donated everything from kitchen appliances to food and bedding. There are over 180,000 vacant properties across this country. And they say it's just not working for people. They say the housing crisis is getting worse and worse and there needs to be action taken. Now, the owners of this building called Parkgate House intend to develop the building for use as rental units and associated amenities. And earlier this month, a court ordered all those living in the building to immediately vacate the premises. Uh, this morning, Gardy enforced that, basically. And last week it was further ordered that anyone refusing to comply with the court order will be brought before the High Court, which we understand has happened today, four people being brought before the High Court. So here's the question we want to ask you, and I'd love to hear from you on this. Our number is 087-188-0008. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note to that number. Do you believe that these evictions are warranted or do you support this type of direct action? basically moving in to derelict uh, buildings. And as we mentioned, 180,000 vacant properties uh, across the country. You will remember, six years ago, I couldn't believe it was six years ago, uh, the occupation of Apollo House on Tara Street in Dublin. A load of celebrities got involved at the time. And that came to uh, an end when the courts uh, ordered the the. A clearing of the building. And we're basically asking, do you support this type of direct action? Our number is 087-188-0008. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp uh, voice note to that number. So let's get, uh, let's um, speak to uh, people who are directly involved here. And um, so let me go to Patrick firstly. Patrick, um, good afternoon and welcome to Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you? How's it going, Dermot? All good. So, uh, Patrick, uh, tell me what you've been doing at this uh, particular building for the last couple of weeks. Right, yeah, for the last five weeks, uh, the Revolutionary Housing League uh, has been putting uh, what was formerly a vacant building to use. It's been sitting there for years. Uh, It's been owned by uh, Chartered Land for about four years now, and it's been sitting there vacant. It's on Park 8th Street, very central uh, location, right by Euston Station. Um, And the Revolutionary Housing League has been putting it to use. They've... uh, Brought in, as you were saying, brought in a lot of homeless people, refugees, people from all different backgrounds, and were housing them, uh, you know, giving them a place to sleep where they could feel safe and warm. A lot of them had bad stories about how it was in hostels for them and how, uh, you know, hostels were on the streets. But uh, the reality is a lot of them weren't being looked after by the state, and they came to us, and, uh, you know, the, the RHL was the only one there to look out for them. 
So uh, that obviously upsets the the people claiming to own the building. Joe O'Reilly, who's uh, one of the. Sorry, yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hang on. Before you go on, I'm not going to mention any names. We're not going to discuss anybody. Uh, I want to just focus on the fact that this isn't your building. You don't own this building. So theoretically, you've no right to put people in th- into that building. Sure, yeah, according to the uh, the current law of the land, but the Revolution Housing League doesn't accept that as as legitimate. It's uh, but it's when, not legitimate it to own people, a building. Not when it went. Not when it's sitting there vacant while there's people dying on the streets of the city. It's been put to use, and people who would otherwise be out in the cold. But uh, uh, sorry, to, the wet, sorry, Pat, with, with the greatest respect, I can buy a car tomorrow and I can park it outside my house and leave it there for the next ten years and never drive the thing. But that's my business. What I do sure. with my with my car. Sure, but the reality is these are major institutional investors. It was uh, a major firm that owns loads of properties across the country. And it, these are the likes of uh, the Vulture Fund who buy up properties and they sit on them and they speculate on them with the hope of selling them off later for a higher price. And the plan for this site is to build luxury apartments, nothing to help the homeless crisis, uh, you know, nothing to alleviate the misery on the street. So I think what the uh, RHL has done is try and actually use this site to, to help people who are in need. Okay, t- tell me a little bit more. Tell me a little bit more about RHL, the Revolutionary Housing League. Why, well, a, where did this group come from? It's a broad-based uh, housing campaign, a national campaign of uh, you know activists from all different backgrounds and uh, outreach uh, homeless outreach workers. Um, it emerged with James Connolly House was taken on uh, the first of May this year. Uh, it was just a vacant property on Eden Key that was taken over by a number of, act- of activists. And out of that, it was decided to, to build a national campaign and a mass campaign across the country. Uh, and so this is just uh, one, one part of that campaign. And it will go, they've removed uh, the, the residents from uh, Onachon Houston on Park 8th Street, but uh, more properties will be taken. Uh, we won't. Uh, more properties will be taken? Yeah, uh, yes, of course. Taken? Like taken uh, suggests theft. Well, we say acquisition. We have a right to uh, to take these buildings because the the government is currently failing to house people, failing to look after people's basic human rights. And so the Revolutionary Housing League is taking it upon themselves, as the vast majority of the Irish people believe is right, to, to uh, acquisition these buildings and to put them to use to help people. OK, but again, and we can't stress this enough, these buildings aren't yours. You don't own these buildings. You are acquisitioning these buildings. Well, we... Um, we we reject the right of these uh, billionaires and property developers and property speculators to dominate our country, dominate the economy. Dominate no, but the point the I'm trying to make is you, you can't just take what's not yours and claim it as yours. Right. Well, the reality is this isn't somebody's uh, house. This is a big vacant site that's been left uh, sitting there idle for years and years and years. And now it has finally been put to use and it's helped a lot of people as a result of that. So I think we need to wake up and say, do we accept these vultures? And these speculators dominating uh, the economy and making life misery for so many people, or are we going to fight back? That's the question we need to ask ourselves as a country. Okay, so um, you believe that this is the appropriate way to deal with the housing crisis, to go and take properties that are sitting there uh, vacant? Well, I think a far better way would be if we had a state that actually took care of this, that made sure there was enough houses for everybody that that had... uh, taxes on uh, you know, vacant properties and, and looked after people. The reality is we don't. 
So we're taking direct action to highlight this issue and to uh, actually uh, help people along the way as well. Okay, stay there for one second, Patrick, if you can, please. I'd love to hear from you on this. If you want to get involved in this conversation, our number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Uh, if you want to send us a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note. Let me ask you, uh, Patrick, with regard to uh, the group Revolutionary Housing uh, League, obviously uh, a lot of us understand exactly what you're trying to do um, in terms of the homeless crisis that we have. Uh, What is your situation? How have you become involved in the Revolutionary Housing League? Well, that's not so interesting, but I might say that Next to me is one of the residents who was uh, came in off the street here, so maybe. Uh, yeah, no, no, but I, but I am still interested in in your story and how you became involved. Well, I'm just uh, an activist who wants to, who sees the uh, sees how bad the housing crisis has gotten and how it needs to be challenged, and uh, just somebody taking action. And are you yourself homeless? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just uh, somebody who's trying trying to trying to help. Okay, stay there. Put me on to uh, Amanda, if you can, please. Amanda is uh, one of the people who's been um, uh, staying there of late. Um, Amanda, uh, welcome to Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you? I'm good, Amanda. How are you getting on? I'm not bad. So tell me, uh, Amanda, what's your situation? Well, I've been homeless for nearly over 11 years. I've been put into hostels and I stayed for my life in hostels. I'm not an addict. I'm not a drinker. I've actually been put in hostels that I've stood in dirty blood, that I've seen people like injecting heroin into themselves. Hmm. I've actually seen people smoking crack cocaine. And um, I don't find it very fair. No, absolutely. And I have to say, when it comes to the hostels, um, for somebody like you, who isn't a drug user, isn't an alcoholic, to be faced with that sort of thing... Um, just to put a roof over your head is horrendous and shouldn't be happening. So, so that's your situation. You, you just refuse to go into these places. Yes, and then I've actually found RHL and I've been living in RHL three weeks. And within them three weeks, I actually, that's not like, it's not a vacant building, that's their home. Sean Houston is their address. We can go into Sean Houston. We're all the activists. We're RHL. And we can actually go hot, like we get fed, there's hot water, there's heating, we can, like, there's no drugs, like, if permitted on the premises, there's no alcohol permitted on the premises. We could actually go to bed and actually put our heads down and not fear that knife is going to be pulled out on us or we're going to be, needles are going to be stuck into us. And, since and again, I, as, I, as I said, Amanda, that is what you should be able to have regardless of um, Revolutionary Housing League, you should be in, able to have that sort of a night's sleep, basically. Um, yeah, we're, we're in the RHL. I've, I suffer with my mental health, and in the RHL the last three weeks, I've actually, my mental health has come much more, much more appropriate like that. I can actually sit down, we talk, that like we have hot water, I can, I can go into bed and wake up with a smile on my face knowing that I'm not in danger. And so tell me, tell me what happened uh, this morning then. The Gardaí... Well, um, this morning, uh, I was a resident in the Sean Houston house this morning. Sorry, Sean Houston house. This is Park 8 house, yes? This is, yeah, but it's called Sean Houston, beside Houston Station. No, but it's actually called Park 8 house. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yes, okay. I just wanted to... So, don't, don't, don't want to 
You may be calling it one thing, but it's actually called Park 8 House. So don't yeah, confuse Park our 8. listeners. Yeah, okay. So this morning at approximately half five twenty to six, the back the, the police, the guards, the guards, the Shea ERU, um, Blackwaters, they actually broke in the back gate. They smashed all the windows. They came in. They've actually arrested four residents that has actually been put into police custody at the minute, which at the end of the day, like this, that's a home. They shouldn't have done that. Like that was a serious. But, uh, sorry to cut across you, uh, uh, Amanda. This was a court ordered uh, raid by the guard. I understand there was a court order. And it, 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 whilst you may have been living in this building for the last number of weeks, as I said to Patrick a moment ago, you don't own this building. RHL doesn't own this building. The I owners under- of this building want to uh, take back possession of that building. Yeah, but why after so many years would you want to take back that building when the RHL took it over? It's been not lying, lying idle for years. If they want to knock this building down and put luxury apartments in it, if that's the case, could they not just have dealt with us and turned around and said to us, right, listen, we know you've been living here years are safe. They're going to build, build lux- luxury apartments that's going to be like probably rent a month up to €3,000 a month. Could they not just turn around and say, like, as I said, I fire young kids of my own. Could they not just turn around and say, right, we can house a certain amount of people out here into the apartments they're building? There's, there's okay, like all- if, if it is developed into an apartment complex, let's say, a certain percentage of that uh, complex will have to be set aside for social housing. So there will be some social housing. I understand that, but as I, I, as I said, I'm, a, I'm homeless over 11 years and I haven't got no answers of the government, of the Park A, uh, Park A Street Homeless, Dublin City Corporation, where when I moved into Park, Park Street, uh, Park A House, I've actually got more, like I've actually got more intelligence of what it really meant, of who fought for a country. So as we need a country to be back. All, we, all we're asking for, we're not asking for miracles to happen, but we're asking that all the homeless to be housed. Okay, and, and that's not an unreasonable demand. Um, no, I'm sure I mean, most people listening to us now believe everybody is home, who is homeless should be housed. It should be, uh, a lot of people believe, a constitutional right that you be housed. Okay, so yes. that's not... The, the, the issue here is, and this is what the, the, the High Court ordered, is that this isn't your building, it isn't RHL's uh, building, and the courts ordered that it be taken back for the owners. Now, I understand that, but the owners didn't, the owners didn't care about it for over the last couple of years. So why all of a sudden want to just come and take that away from us? Because people have moved into it. Yeah, because it was lying idle. It's a factory where we made a home. Like we actually, the people that act the residents, the RHL, the volunteers, we all became a family. We can trust each other. In hospitals, we can trust each other. Do you understand? And then it's not that like with the rent situation and all, and with all of the prices and all going up. It's like there's people out there that's actually working very hard, and the rent is going to get that high that people that's working as hard as they can is going to find it hard to pay the rent, and that's actually going to become homeless themselves. So it's not as if the homeless is going to increase. Okay, so let, let, let me ask you then, Amanda. The, uh, the Guardi raided the place this morning. A number of people were arrested uh, due to appear before the High Court um, on, um, for refusing to get out. Um, what's your situation? Did you get out this morning? 
Well, I was brought out by Garda Shea and because I was the only female girl there, they just, they wouldn't, they wouldn't arrest me. Where I find that very unfair, we were all together, so we all should have been prisonized together and all brought before the court. Okay, so how many people were there this morning? When the guards arrived? There was only, there was only the people willing, the only people that said there was the people that was willing to be arrested. Okay, so uh, so four people were arrested and uh, to appear in the High Court uh, charged with contempt of court and that contempt was uh, refusal to abide by a court order from last week where uh, you were ordered to get out. Isn't that it? Yeah, we're, okay. we're called up now at the four courts at two o'clock. Okay, uh, but you're not one of the people. You're the only but, woman who was there and you weren't arrested. No, but I find that very unfair where girls should, is at the end of the day, no matter what, that's been, that's neglecting. Like to arrest four people and for a female girl to be in there, they should have been arrested too. So at the end of the day, it's the guard is wrong on not arresting myself as well as, as I call them, my family. Okay, let me ask you then, uh, Amanda, when it comes to the contempt of court proceedings that are going to come before the High Court this afternoon, uh, obviously nothing will happen if those who appear in court purge their contempt and say, we will not go back to that building again. Are you prepared to say that? No, I'm not prepared to say that. I'm prepared to do what I have to do to get a home for my kids. So no matter what, no matter what the Gardaí there said, no matter what the courts say, I'm going to stick by. And whatever vacation, whatever buildings I've been for, for, for what that's been, that's been line idle. I am. Going okay, to so uh, 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 let me just clarify. Firstly, you, you, how many children have you got? I've got four young kids. And uh, the four kids haven't been staying with you in Parkgate House, have they? No, unfortunately, I had to. Uh, asking my voluntarily to look after them okay. until I got help. I have a child that has a lung disease. Okay, so that, uh, no, that's fine. Okay, so your, your your kids haven't been staying there. You have, but you weren't arrested. You're not appearing in court at two o'clock this afternoon. Uh, so therefore, be, you know, I will be in. I will be in the court. I will be in the courtroom when this is all being up. Yeah, I will stand up and fight for my rights because it's very unfair with the way for, there was five residents in that that building. And only four was actually contained, and I was let go. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense to me either. I have to say you that if if, I mean, if there were, I can't see why you weren't arrested along with the rest of them. Yeah. So that's the guy. But again, sorry to cut across you, Amanda. One of the things that the court will insist on is that you purge your contempt and to purge that contempt, you will not go back into that building again. Are you telling me that you're going to go back into that building today? If worse comes to worse, I will go back into that building. I will stand up for my rights. Do me a favour. Stay stay with me for a second if you can, please. for everybody else on the streets, I will. And no matter what building they tell us to live, we, I will. One main girl, I will go into, no, no matter, no one is going to tell me what to do, I will go into what building, even if I, I attempt a court, I will go and I will go back into them buildings. No problem. Okay, so um, at two o'clock this afternoon, you will be um, in the court. You're not appearing in court, but the other four are. There yeah, is the, oh, okay. There, there, uh, let me ask you, Amanda. Then there is the possibility that if the four of them who are appearing in court today refuse to purge their contempt and uh, insist on going back to that building, they will be arrested and thrown in prison. Now, is that a risk worth taking? Well, that's the, that's the risk I'm willing to take. 
But you haven't been arrested, so... No, but I will be going into court and I'm going to actually explain my side. I was a resident in this. I was brought out by the police. So why didn't they get, why didn't they arrest me and only the men? No, 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 I, I agree. It makes no sense that you weren't oh, arrested when the others were. But again, I'm asking you, are you prepared to go to prison? I'm prepared to go to prison to stand up for all of the homeless. That, that at the end of the day, to attempt the court, I'm willing to fight for every Okay, homeless. so uh, where if, if the four who are due in court say, uh, give the judge a commitment that you're not going to go back to that building, um, the judge most likely will drop the contempt charges and that will be the end of that. Uh, those contempt charges will result in uh, imprisonment if you go back into that building today, tomorrow, whatever. Now, that's a risk you're prepared to take. I'm a, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Imprisonment, at least I know then, at the end of the day, if I go to prison, that means I have a roof over my head. I have four, three meals a day. I'm going to fight until the end. I will go to... I will go to... For everybody that's homeless, as I said, my friend was found dead on Monday outside Pastry Police Station with a massive heart attack in a tent that was refused from a hostel in the she's only in her uh, late 30s, early 40s. Now, that, that hasn't been that hasn't been published. No, because the Gardaí Corner is just... OK, but now, uh, again, I'm only hearing one side of that story, and it's a story I will uh, look that into, Amanda. OK, no, I, ta- I take your point. All right. The bottom line is... The bottom line is this particular building on Park 8 Street in Dublin, which has been uh, occupied by the Revolutionary Housing League for the last uh, number of weeks. The owners uh, got a court injunction to get you out of there. You're telling me that you certainly, I know you can't speak for the other four, but you will go back into that building and risk going to prison if necessary. Well, if that's the case, we'll just we'll just take good our building. You just take other buildings. We'll take other buildings and we'll go to, we'll fight. Well, I go to prison for six years if I have to, to get my rights and to fight for every homeless person. There's over 10,000 homeless people on the streets of Dublin. I know. But the, 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 when, when is this going to end? We need to build a movement that can like actually when, challenge this. You know? yeah, sorry, Patrick. Say, is, sorry, Amanda. Hang on. I can't hear both of you. You're both on the same when line. Sorry, Patrick. Say that again, please. When is this crisis going to end? A movement needs to be built, and so the the people who've been arrested are willing to say no. We don't accept. Uh, but again, Patrick, I, 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 I understand the movement. I understand uh, what you're fighting for. I think most people listening can understand uh, what you're fighting for. But it's this taking something that doesn't belong to you is what people have an issue with. Well, it's not, it's, belo- it's belonging to everybody. No, no, no it's like, not. It's not. It's privately owned. Yeah, it's privately owned. So, but why is like at the end of the day, we understand that. We are. Uh, We've, uh, James Connolly is a big inspiration for many people in the RHL. He said that in exceptional times, call for extraordinary measures. That's what they did in 1916 when they took over the GPO. That was private property too, but they still did it. So we're taking this private property because we're going to put it to use and we're going to build, uh, build a housing movement that's actually going to challenge things. The, the government parties are doing nothing. Okay, let, let me ask you then, Patrick. Anything to seriously tackle the housing crisis. Okay, let me ask you. you, you Patrick, you're, you're, you're not one of the ones appearing in court this afternoon, I'm assuming. No. No. So what is your advice to uh, the four people who were arrested and are appearing in court? Should they purge their contempt and uh, tell the court that they won't go back to that building again? That's their decision to make, but I know that uh, at least a number of them will will not be doing that. I assume that uh, if the building has been uh, cleared now, there will be barricades up to prevent you getting back in again. Would that be right? 
Yeah, the private security folks are currently doing that, uh, protected by a guardie right now on Park 8th Street. Okay, so you won't be able to get back into the building today is what I'm saying. Well, it was uh, they didn't want us to get into the first place and, and the RHL got in, so... And uh, what I'm getting at here is, is it worth ending up... Because you're not one of the people that could be in prison, uh, Patrick. Is it worth ending up in prison for refusing to uh, abide by a court order? Is that wor- is that, it worth going to prison for? That's the court's decision to make, and I know that all of them have, have, have made that commitment. They stayed in. They didn't have to stay in. They knew that the, the Gardaí were coming, and they said, we are going to stand up because this state of affairs can't go on. And we you, you, you weren't there yourself, Patrick? No. No. Why was that? Um, for my own uh, personal reasons, like a number of us didn't stay in, and there's a lot of other work to be done. But a number of uh, activists and, and residents did stay in. Okay, I've no doubt we're going to be uh, talking to you uh, again uh, in the future, Patrick. I, I really appreciate both of you uh, taking our call here at Ireland's Classic Hits. But Thanks very much. Oh, sorry. Thing. Yeah, go on, Amanda. Yep. Right. Um, the, four, the four people that was in prison, one of them was my partner. And how's he feeling? He's feeling. He's standing up for his rights. As we say, the police don't recognise us, the courts don't recognise us, so we're not going to recognise the courts. What do you mean they don't recognise you? As they don't recognise us as human beings, so we're not going to recognise the courts. So, so, sorry, Amanda, but they do clearly recognise you as human beings because four recognize- of you have been dragged before the court this afternoon. I understand that, but if they recognise us, why are they putting us through what they're putting us through now? Because they or evicted you, uh, they evicted you out of privately owned property. They evicted them back into homelessness onto the wet, cold street. I understand it. all of that, but the fact is that there's nothing wrong in this court order. This was a legitimate court yeah, order to, to tell the, you to get the out. The rules and the laws of, of the of the state, uh, which which aren't uh, helping homeless people, which isn't actually helping people. It it helps the rich. It helps the property speculators and the investment firms. But we have to oppose that. Okay, so, so what you're telling me, Patrick, is on behalf of the Revolutionary Housing League, you uh, plan taking more properties. If you can't get back yeah. into Park 8 House, you're going to just take uh, gonna, more buildings. We're going to acquisition properties across the whole country to highlight the housing now, price. Uh, sorry, acquisition means take, means legally occupy. Sure, whatever word which you want to use, but we use acquisition. Which is precisely so, what Russia not, has done in Ukraine. They've gone in and taken a part of Ukraine that they want uh, because they feel it's their right to have it. Now, well, there was people uh, living in Ukraine. It's a, it's a totally different situation. This is a vacant, idle building. Nobody was living there. Nobody was using it. And a number of activists and uh, homeless people uh, acquisitioned it and are now have been putting it to use the last five weeks. Okay. And, Patrick, uh, I, I appreciate you taking our call. I, 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 no doubt we'll come back to talk to you uh, later on again during the week, OK? OK, brilliant. Thanks very much indeed. Patrick and Amanda, they are at... Uh, well, we're this morning at Park 8 House. Um, uh, Patrick is from the Revolutionary Housing League. I'd love to get your reaction to this. Our number is 087-188-0008. You can text WhatsApp or send a WhatsApp voice note uh, to that number, uh, which is exactly what John just did. How are you, Noel? Uh, people need to, you know, find out from the local TD what are their intentions. Are they going to after they support this climate scam that's destroying the country? Um you know, ask your TD and don't vote for them. Go for an independent or something who's, uh, you know, sensible. But these people in power, they, they're not serving the people and they're serving themselves. And uh, democracy in this country is, is tainted by them. So I'd advise people, and please God they will, don't vote for any of these climate scam heads because they're destroying Ireland. 
Good luck. And a very good afternoon to you. This is Adrian Kennedy in Four Nile uh, for the next two weeks. And uh, we're in the middle of a conversation uh, about um, whether or not you support this sort of uh, direct action with uh, homeless activists occupying vacant buildings. You've just heard them say that they will continue to uh, do this. Even if they don't get back into this building in uh, Dublin, they will continue to at least try. Um, the Revolutionary Housing League is the organisation that took uh, control of this building, Parkgate House. The owners of the building went to court to get them out. The court or the High Court ordered that they be uh, that they be told to leave. Uh, some refused to leave. And the Gardaí uh, raided the building this morning and four people were arrested who were due to appear in court this afternoon for contempt of court, for not basically abiding by a court order. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, we're asking whether or not you support this sort of direct action which could lead to prison time uh, for, for those involved. Brian, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Brian? Hello, Brian. Hello, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Brian. How are you getting on? All good now, yourself? I'm all good, good now. thank you. Now, you yourself, Brian, were recently made homeless, is that right? I was made homeless in June, uh, the second week of June, after after an, an arson attack on my home in St. Mary's Park, uh, Limerick City, after speaking out against mental health and homelessness. You were subject and to an arson attack? Um, it was an arson attack on my car. Um, I had my car in the garden. Um, it was a five-series... Uh, it was it was an eight grand car. Uh, it was it, um, it was in the garden. I uh, woke up at ten to four in the morning uh, with the window open, and there was and there was um, all the smoke uh, popping in the window. I had the child in the car, me, um, or um, in the house, me. Sorry, and um, and I could smell the smoke. Uh, I've uh, and there was the car um, um, open flames. So um, I'm I am no. I am no homeless at the minute. Um, I'm I'm uh, staying house to house. Mm-hmm. I have a missus. Uh, she has a child, um, and we have a. She's once pregnant. Uh, she, she ended up in hospital um, after that as well. Uh, she was on a uh, three three tubes of water because she wasn't eating. Uh, um, wasn't and um, so. It, it, it was a very bad state. You know okay, I mean? now, so, uh, obviously she's not here to uh, explain her situation. No, no, but uh, no, no, let no, me ask no, you then, not. in yeah. terms of, of, of your situation, you're now homeless. You have heard the story as we reported it from yes, uh, yes, Parkgate yes, House yes. in Dublin. Do you yeah. support that sort of direct action, taking control <laughs> of uh, buildings that these people do not own? I support them. I do. I do 100% because look, homelessness, homelessness itself is a mental health. And I'm not messing, right? To be homeless, to have nowhere to live in Ireland is an absolute moral sin, all right? I was homeless, right? I was walking through Lee Estate in Limerick City, right? With bags, right? Bags on my hand. I was nearly crying. I had nowhere to go. And I was, I was looking at the water again. And, 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 and I was already, um, after being through uh, bad mental health, right? And this, this was already um, starting me off again. I goes, look, I'm trying to help myself here. And now, and now I'm going to be attacked in my home, you know what I mean? But now, um, like... It's anyone homeless in this country, right? It's no one should be ho- made homeless in this country. No, no I, one I, I don't think there's any argument with that point, yeah, uh, yeah, Brian. Yeah. But 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 I would support anyone that has a and 
it's illegal. It shouldn't be illegal. Them buildings should be open straight away and put people in them houses because I'm I'm standing here right now in St Mary's Park, right, and and I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five houses that have that they're all locked up, hmm. they're all boarded up and caged up. Put people into them houses. Okay, are, are you uh, okay? The, and uh, again. I don't think anybody disagrees that the, yes. even to see a boarded-up building at a time where it's we terrible. have is it's horrendous. But, le- but let me it's ask just... you then, Brian, yeah. uh, because we've just heard what is happening in Dublin. Uh, yes, are yes. you of a mind to okay. go and take one of those buildings for yourself? Well, look, well, look. Put it this way, right? These people obviously, have, obviously, right? They have no home. Okay, they obviously have no home, right? But you haven't and either. Ho- What's that? You haven't either. No, no, no. But, but I'm staying. Um, I'm staying um, um, on a couch. You know what I mean. So I'm look, look. I'm happy with that, right? I'm happy with that. Look, I have a roof over my head. I have look. I mean, I'm happy with that. Do you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm not. Do you know what I'm saying? I want my home back. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I'm so, so at this moment, you you have somewhere to sleep, but you don't have a home, basically. Yeah, I don't have a home. I was living um, over in Australia for for, for uh, five and a half years. I had a house, I had a pool, I had everything, all right? I had the whole shebang. I came home to Ireland and I fell into a mass depression. I felt so, I was like, what is going on with this country? There, there is, it's just houses everywhere that are all locked up, caged up. You know what I mean? It's all down to, like... It's it's the people we elect. I think I think it's the people we elect. We we are electing the wrong people. Like the housing crisis right now, it's actually a crisis. Okay, and, 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 and again, I, I, okay, but my question is, and I, uh, yeah, nobody is sorry. disagreeing with you that the yes, housing yes, situation yes. in Ireland yeah. is a yeah, disgrace. Yeah. Okay, nobody yeah. disagrees with that. Um, okay. My question is, do okay. you think that it is reasonable? In the in the face of uh, this housing crisis, for okay. a group calling itself the Revolutionary Housing League to go and take buildings, occupy those buildings, and put homeless people into those buildings, buildings that I they agree. don't own. I I agree with them. Okay, I agree with them. <clears throat> Would you? And, and uh, but again, I, sorry, sorry, Brian. My question yeah. to you was: those yes. five um, boarded-up houses that you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Would you be of a mind to go and take one of them? What I happen to them houses now? Well, um, like, like they're probably cold, like, like. Uh, I'm, I'm sure them, Park um, Eight House was fairly cold. One, no, but like, um, one of them it is like half burnt. Uh, one of them um has no roof. No, I mean, there's all okay. So they're like, boarded um, up for a reason. But what? What if I was homeless? Sorry, right? if I was on the streets, I would squat anywhere. Okay, that's uh, well, that's uh, that's really the question anyway. that I'm asking. Okay, stay there for one second, Joanne. I'm going to take your call uh, straight after the break. There is uh, lots of reaction to this, and we'd love to hear from you. Our number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. This is Adrian Kennedy uh, with you until two o'clock this afternoon, and this is Ed. Oh yeah, Adrian. In relation to your topic there in the chap on the radio, there's a right and a wrong to this. Um, they're wrong to go into someone else's property because they don't own it. It's a uh, trespassing and. As you say, it's a, a form of theft, uh, taking over someone's building. However, the right part of it, the moral part of it is, these companies, multi-billionaires or whatever, who buy these properties, and they're just sitting there idle for four or five years. So for me, I, I agree with what they're doing. I know it's wrong in, in the law's eyes, but in the morality issue, they're taking people off the street and actually helping people. I mean, if they don't put people in that building, it's just sitting there idle what, for four or five years. So I say, take it over. 
until eventually there's a high court injunction or whatever and you get kicked out and then go and target another vacant property and just keep doing that you know I'm all for it and a very good afternoon to you. This is Adrian Kennedy uh, with you until two o'clock this afternoon. We're in the middle of a conversation about um, what's been happening in a derelict building. Uh, well, a disused building, maybe we should describe it as, uh, in Dublin. Uh, the building is called Park 8 House on Park 8 Street. And it has been occupied for the last couple of weeks by a group calling itself the Revolutionary Housing League. Now, we spoke to them. They explained what they're doing, why they're doing it. We spoke to uh, one of the residents from uh, that building. And four people are, are appearing in court uh, this afternoon for refusing to leave the building, basically, on foot of a court order. Um, we're asking whether or not you support this sort of direct action. Now, Joanne, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Joanne. Hi, good morning. Hi, yeah, good morning. Good afternoon, even. Yeah. Can, but, I, can I just first say one thing? You can. I think people need to understand now that homelessness doesn't mean your typical wino or junkie. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that anymore now in Ireland. And indeed, the people who are uh, have been in uh, Park 8 House are not drug users. And in fact, as you heard from Amanda... Yeah. It's one of the reasons she ended up there, that uh, she's not a drug user, doesn't want to be in a hostel with people using drugs or drinking or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I right. agree with you. And there, there are many like her. Yeah, and I was on to Nile back in, I think, April. My own son and his partner were facing homelessness, both mm-hmm. working, both working now, no half payments or nothing. They have one child, and that was in April I was on. And... They've bidded on houses on the CBL that I, I could walk five minutes from here and see them still boarded up. And this now is going back six months ago. The same houses are still boarded up. Nobody living in them. Right? Now, their landlord at the last minute, because the council didn't care, no one cared where they were going to go, he decided he's going to travel the world for a year and he gave them a reprieve. He could come back tomorrow and say, sorry, you're out. And this is what's wrong here, is our people are being walked all over. Our rights are being walked all over. And it's um, when times are bad, drastic measures have to happen. Okay, and those drastic measures include, in your opinion, taking over a building like this uh, that's been sitting idle. Absolutely. If If it's that, or my grandchildren are going to sleep in a tent on the street, then I'm going to support what they have to do. It's, it's time we woke up, we're taking in everybody's problems, our own people are suffering. We should stand together now and look after people. We have, and I'm, but I'm again, saying, again I, have to, I have to point out, Joanne, that uh, the occupation, and uh, I've looked at photographs uh, from this particular uh, building and it's, it's set up with, uh, with tents inside the building and... They've uh, provisions. They've um, they've also uh, done some kind of graffiti on the walls and stuff like that. But anyway, the point I'm making is that um, they have occupied and have been housing, and I use that word in inverted commas, housing uh, these people in a building that's not theirs. I'm sorry, but years ago I would have agreed with you, but not now. We, uh, you, I'm telling you, there is people homeless with children on the streets. They're down side lanes. I'm on a group there, and the stories that I'm reading, I cry every day. People desperately looking for help. They can't feed their families. 
no one cares. And as I okay, said... Okay, so you you believe then, you you're, you mentioned about um, vacant houses or boarded up houses. Yep. Uh, we heard, for example, about the boarded up houses that that man, uh, Brian, was able to see in Limerick. Do you think that people should just barge in? Well, look, look at these people's options, right? The girl said it herself. You asked her, what is she going to do? She said, well, if they arrest me, I'll go to jail. You see, if when you're passionate about something and you're being wronged and you believe in it, you'll do anything. So I'd be like her. I'd say, well, I'll be housed in jail. I'll get my meals paid, whatever. Whatever it takes that they have to do to highlight this issue that's so big, okay? It's grand for everybody else that are... Okay, so, so, so essentially what you're saying is it's okay to break the law to prove a point. Sometimes the laws are meant to be broken if they're unjust. Okay, stay, stay there for one second, uh, Joanne. Let me go to Jay. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Jay. Good afternoon, Adrian. Uh, well, Jay, um, the guards raided this building this morning, uh, threw everyone out of it, and though four of them are appearing in court uh, this afternoon, what do you make of, the, of this sort of direct action? No, well, we can't slip down this road, Adrian. There's rules and regulations in place for a simple reason. Who, who, who decides how long a place has to be empty? For it, to be, for it to be derelict. I mean, while you're going to extend the vacation, you're going for a month, all of a sudden, somebody rocks up after three weeks. No, I did give the house. example earlier on that if I yeah. buy a brand new car and I park yes, it outside my front car. door for the next 10 years, that's yes, nobody's business. As long as you have tax on it, it's allowed to on the street. Well, if, no, if, if, if I haven't parked it in my driveway, I don't even need tax. I can just leave no, it there. But, but what I'm saying is if you're put it on the public street, you have to pay your tax. That You can leave that car there to rust the way back into the ground. Nothing anybody can say. But these are privately owned. Okay, but you've heard from a lot of people, uh, Jay, describing how the homeless crisis, and in fact, Joanne just said it there, the homeless crisis is so bad now that uh, it is necessary to break the law to prove the point. No, well, so we just decide because something becomes crisis point because of an inactive government, we just break the laws. No, um, that lady there said it's, it's only a problem to her now because her son's directly involved. So if her son was still living in a house, um, would she'd have the different mindset. That's a good, so uh, just, uh, that's a good question, Joanne. Uh, uh, yeah, listen, listen. It's the likes of my son now that's out working, okay? Breaking yeah. his back 12 hours a day. And yeah. his partner that can't even get a deposit together to buy a house. That's, okay, yeah, he's I paying somebody else's mortgage. He's got to just move. Well, that, that's life. If he can't get a house, if he can't afford to buy his own house, he's going to be paying somebody else's mortgage. That's what rent is but all that's about. That's fine. At least he's a roof yeah. over his head. But, so, but, but you're what encouraging I'm saying, to break the law, though. So, because uh, something doesn't hang on a minute. Him, if if my grandchild is going to freeze to death in a tent, my well, son, my son's first priority. But, uh, but sorry, uh, sorry, Joanne. The, the, the point he was making is: uh, until this happened to your own son, you would have had a very different uh, view on it. Look, I'm, I'm way out of time. We might squeeze in one or two more uh, in the next hour uh, because we've a lot to get through on the program. Uh, Joanne and uh, Jay, thanks very much indeed for your calls. Adrian, with all that fight and anger she has in her voice, by the way, why doesn't she and a couple of the others in there go out and get a job and rent a place together? Yeah, instead of putting all this fight and anger out the way she is. Why don't three of them, four of them pull together? They'll have enough money then, hopefully, to get a place together. Just mightn't be ideal, but it's better than nothing. All right, Joanne, thanks very much indeed. Sorry, I can't come on the air. Um, just wanted to say, though, can you imagine being in that state where you have nowhere to live? I'm fortunate enough that I do have a house. 
But these people have no place to live and they have a government that will not help them. So fair play to them. All right, and let me just squeeze in one more for now. Who's to say that they're not right? At least they're doing something for people who are finding themselves cold and homeless on the streets here with no and people with no accommodation. At least they're doing something which is more than the current government are doing. The government are doing feck all. So, I mean, good luck to them and they're doing it and all the best to them. Now, Tommy, you would have in the past said that they were wrong to do what they've been doing in occupying this uh, building. But something has changed your mind. What is that something? I, I, I tell you, it, it's you just see this getting worse and worse and worse the whole time. And unless somebody does take any action, then no action will happen. Not with this government, anyway. And I, 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 I don't support what they they're doing, but I think they are good people. They might have their ladder up against the wall, the wrong wall, so to speak. But at least they are doing something. What should really happen is that big buildings like that that are sitting idle, that are dry inside and are, that, that, that are suitable for accommodation should be requisitioned by the government. Yeah, maybe and, so, maybe so. Uh, but that, would, uh, like, that would be legally. Yeah, yeah. You see, the, the problem that faces that particular company that own that building is, is that the insurance company will no longer give them insurance for it. Therefore, if there's an accident in mm-hmm. it, and somebody's injured or killed, that that company is directly actually, responsible for it. You've reminded me of something that I, I actually had in my head to ask them earlier on when I was uh, talking to them, but it is a question I will ask again uh, about, you know, what happens if somebody is injured on a, a, in a property that is being illegally occupied? Well, therein lies the story. It's the, 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 the owners of the building that will be responsible for it. Hmm. You know, so I can't blame the, the people that own it, but the law is an ass in this country. And, and, you know, big buildings that are sitting there like that are, that are suitable. And, you know, there's plenty of them around the place. They should be requisitioned by the government and, and turned into proper accommodation and, and security provided in the accommodation. This is one of the okay. problems that happened uh, not so long ago with, with, with a very large charity that they provided the funding and... and, and and, 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 and flats were built, but the county council wouldn't provide the security for them. And again, like I said, I'm sorry I didn't ask that question of them uh, earlier on, but it, what I'm hearing from you is you believe that a grouping like uh, the Revolutionary Housing League that we spoke to earlier on, uh, you believe that they, their heart is in the right place. You don't necessarily agree, though, with occupying buildings. I, 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 I believe that their heart is in the right place and that fundamentally they're in the right. Fundamentally. but And they're very good people and they shouldn't be... Okay, but, but what they're doing is illegal, basically. There's no, there's no way, yeah, other well, way around well, that's, it. That's what they say, the laws and us, but we're the ones that make the law. Okay, you know? But again, as I said... Um, uh, <laughs> it, well, much and all as it annoys a lot of us to see derelict buildings or boarded up buildings or whatever, if I own a building, I am entitled to do with that building what I choose. Yes, that's what the law stipulates. And that's the law of the land. And we need law in the country because otherwise we'd just all run around willy-nilly doing whatever we want. Okay, but, uh, but, uh, but, this, uh, but this grouping, the Revolutionary Housing League, are running around willy-nilly saying that they're going to acquisition more empty buildings around the country. Acquisition well, is the word. Running around willy-nilly, they actually have a purpose and a point. Um, but, but, uh, but the purpose and the point is to break the law. 
Well, the, but the, the, no, the, I don't think the purpose and the point is to, to break the law. I think what they're doing there is they're drawing attention to the fact that this country, the housing crisis in this country is an absolute disaster and a mess. And unless something is done about it very rapidly, the thing is going to descend into absolute horror. And it, I mean, it already is. All you have to do is walk through the streets of Dublin in the mornings. And look at the number of people living in doorways. It's horrendous. It really is. I agree. It's, it's, I mean, we're 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 back to you know the slums. We're, we're we've gone backwards instead of forwards, and we've all these buildings sitting around the place because planning permission takes so long to go through and all the rest of it. But you know, the simple thing would be is that certain large buildings like this one that are sitting idle should be requisitioned then the assurance could be paid on them and people could be living in them quite happily Okay, but again I'm I'm going to read a message that just uh, came in a second ago and it says if people are okay with them breaking into empty sites then they're presumably okay with this revolutionary housing league breaking into people's homes and using up their empty bedrooms the point, not but, the same thing. That's, but that's, it is. That, that's it is nonsense. Uh, okay, so, I, I could live in a five-bedroom house, and four of the bedrooms might be empty. But that's up to yeah, me. But you're still to living do... there. You're, you're still living there. It's your home. Maybe you have family that come visit you from time to time. Whatever. What I'm talking about is houses that are not houses, but buildings like these. These very large buildings. I mean, there's lots of them all over the place. You know, if you look at this, the old school in Ballyferma that's sitting idle this years and years. You know, and it's a huge and it's very suitable for because it's all class, all classrooms. Mm. So we're not talking about people's houses here. That's not the point. Well, the conversation has been had of uh, in the last couple of years about forcing, for example, elderly people out of their big houses because half of it is sitting there doing nothing. Well, I'm sure there's lots of elderly people living in houses that'll freeze to death this winter because they'll have won't be able to afford the heating in well, them because a... they're huge big houses and nothing has been done about. No, it. that's true. All right, let me just squeeze. Stay there for a second. I want to just squeeze in one last call. Um, uh, John, you're on Ireland's classic hits. Hi, John. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Now, John, you were, when you moved to Ireland, homeless, is that right? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I moved with my Irish wife. She wanted to bring up the, the babies over here uh, for a better life. Uh, so we did that. We went into a homeless shelter, complete hovel, south side of Dublin. We're flea-bitten. She lost a, a child over it. Uh, so, you know, a, a horrible situation to be in, and uh, my heart goes out to anyone that lives in a homeless uh, house. It's a horrible, horrible place to live. Um, got money from uh, the government, uh, for like what is now known as uh, the HAP scheme. Okay, yeah. And um, basically, uh, from there, got myself a job. Wanted to, after a period of time, wanted to obviously better ourselves, get a home. Um, I couldn't afford where we lived, so we moved further away where we could live and buy a house. And that's that's about 18, 20 years ago now. All right, very good. So you're, but let me ask you then your opinion on on groupings like this um, Revolutionary Housing League yeah. taking property and occupying property that is privately owned. I don't. I don't agree with um, taking out someone else's property, regardless of whether it's of a vulture fund or anyone else. Um, it's just not right. It is. It is as you said. It is theirs. However, I, what I would say in their defence is, um, as there is a shortage, if these people aren't uh, just waiting for the 
profits or the house prices could go up for the mar for the right kind of market, then why are the government not taxing empty buildings that are owned by, for instance, vulture funds and making money there that they can give to the homeless? It's a disgrace. It's and, the uh, again, again I, I wouldn't disagree with any of what you've uh, just said. Uh, I, what I'm hearing from you is you obviously think that these people have been almost forced into this situation. Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to be homeless. Therefore, if there is an empty building, I can't blame them whatsoever mm. because I'd rather be in a squat than in one of those homeless shelters being there. No, and uh, uh, I've spoken to many people who've been in uh, some of the hostels, and they certainly they sound horrific. And nobody should have to live in those conditions either. I agree with you. All right, let me just squeeze in a couple more messages uh, that have come into us on this. Uh, this is Robbie, uh, who sent us this voice note. I've never heard anything so stupid in my entire life that two people can come on the radio and claim that they want to just invade somebody else's private property because it's their right. I would love to know where they get their rights from, and I think it's absolute insanity, and I would love you to play this over the radio, over the airwaves, so somebody can hear this. I think it's absolute insanity that somebody can turn on and claim somebody else's private property based on them being a useless, lazy bag of shit. Ooh, say it as it is there, Robbie. Uh, David. Oh, my God. Everybody wants a house or a home. Not everybody wants to pay a penny towards it. It turns my stomach. That Patrick sounds like a spoiled brat. So, sounds like the ringmaster in a circus now. That is the truth. Bottom line of it is, is they don't own the building. Yeah, the country might be in dire straits. But please, please tell him to stop comparing himself or the, the situation there in uh, near Houston Station to anything that remotely remembers uh, resembles the 1916 rising. All right, David, thank you. John. Hi, Adrian. I think um, I don't necessarily agree with the method of what they're doing, um, but it, it definitely is drawing more attention uh, to a major problem. And for me, the major problem is the, the big corporate vulture funds who are coming in, acquiring these buildings and sitting on them. Or in the cases of people trying to buy houses, you know, the corporate uh, vulture funds that are actually building their own housing portfolio and they're outbidding people. And this is in turn driving up the cost of the cost of the properties, the cost of rental, because they're controlling it. And this is all facilitated by rules and regulations put in by the government. So, you know, to me, there is a there, there's a big problem there. And, you know, the problem is partially with the government, too, with the ones who are owning uh, large swathes of properties. So, you know, like I said, don't agree with the method necessarily, but something has to be done. Something, something definitely has to be done to, to force the government's hand to make a change. All the best. Take care. All right, John. Thank you very much indeed. And one final message from another uh, John who's not happy with me and my view on homelessness, apparently. Yeah, good afternoon, Adrian. Um, I agree with your last caller there on the government should do something. And just another thing, it just seems that you don't care about the homeless. Um, you're running them down there since you came on the show, um, and I don't think it's right. You know, you should be, you should be fighting for the homeless, not uh, uh, giving out about them on on live radio. That's just my opinion. Uh, thank you, Adrian. Bye, John. I don't know if you were listening to the program. Uh, can you give me one example of how I ran down homeless people? One. All I did say was what they were doing in this building is illegal. 
Occupying a building that you don't own is illegal. How's that running down homeless people? I haven't. Uh, I didn't give any opinion on homeless people at all, John. So maybe you want to listen back to the podcast later on and see that I didn't actually. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Nile Boylan show. Ireland's classic.